Welcome back to the Maxwell High School podcast. Um, today we're continuing on. We were talking to some of our students. Um, I've got a couple of students with me. We're all sitting here having a huge laugh because we've been recording a podcast for the last 20 minutes or thereabouts and yet not recording anything. Leela, welcome to the podcast. Hi, how are you? I'm great now. <laughs> and Elijah, welcome. Thank you for the second time. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? It's um, a bit of a catastrophe and I'm really embarrassed, but no one can tell. So it's a good thing. Definitely not. It's, no. a, it's an audio medium and so no one can see that anyone's blushing or upset. Or Unless you tell them about it. Oh, no. That's oh, well, moving right along. <laughs> Let's leave that in the past, shall we? Um, I, 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 as I was saying, I, I'm, I'm going to talk to these students in a similar vein to how I've spoken to everybody else. Um, you know, a little bit about the, the COVID experience, I guess, as it's been, and then maybe, you know, we want to find out a bit about them and maybe their goals. So, Elijah, I'm going to start with the ladies again. Again. <laughs> again. Yeah. You can wait your turn. <laughs> Leela, um, can you... Tell us a little bit about, you know, we'll go back to term, uh, the end of term one. No, let's not. <laughs> yeah, in the beginning <laughs> of term two. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how you found that that uh, that lockdown phase and, and, you know, the working from home, doing school from home, how did that go for you? It was crazy. It was hard. It was definitely hard not being able to see my friends, especially Elijah over here. Um, definitely not being able to, like, interact with people. Like like I said, five days out of seven we're at school, we're mm. working, we're seeing people, seeing teachers and just taking that such a big part of our lives out of the, like, equation, mm. just big impact. Did not like it. But so um, you, you said that, the, that you missed the interactions with people. So is that what you like most about school being kind of back to normal? Yeah, definitely. Being able to see people, I think it, for many kids, not having that social part of our lives, especially because it's such a big thing now, not having that social interaction with people, it really like puts in perspective how much mm. interaction we have every day. Yeah, so y- you're like, um, and and this is fine. You sound like you're focused on the the social side of things, and and that those relationships that you develop with uh, your classmates and people at school. In terms of learning, how did you find, like, uh, I'm assuming you used electronic medium mostly, but you're nodding, which yeah, is, is, nodding. is it an audio? Can you guys hear me nodding? <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's an audio medium. <laughs> um, you know, you, you, I'm assuming like, like a lot of people used an electronic basis for your, for your learning while we're in lockdown. Were you able to keep on top of your work as well as you think you might have been able to keep on top of your work, you know, in normal school? Um, you know, while you're in lockdown? Um, definitely. I did six period days. That's like, like we did at school. So I mm. set up my days as normal. I'd wake up the same time. I'd um, go to school, quotation marks. Um, at yep. the same time, I'd start my lessons at 905. We, um, a lot of our teachers put a lot of information up through classroom. So I was able to access it through home. I think having that kind of that leniency mm. with being able to okay, say, I can do this amount of work in this time. And not have I or I did the six period days, but um, I also didn't limit myself to okay. I'm going to do everything on my timetable. So if I wanted to do two or three periods of chemistry, I would do that just to get that that work done, just to be able to understand it a bit more. So I wasn't like limiting myself, but I was tr- making an attempt to okay. So I'm going to do maths now, then in 50 minutes I'm going to do English, and then you know just trying to follow my timetable and having the same breaks as I would at school. Okay. 
from what you're saying, you did as much work kind of at home or maybe more work at home? Uh, yeah, I definitely did a lot more work than I sh- probably should have, but it has paid off. Yeah, good. So so I'm coming back to that bit where you're saying like you really – the things you really missed about school were those social interactions. You you found actually operating at home independently from a learning perspective and just having the teachers working remotely, you know, you could keep doing that happily. Yeah, I definitely could. Um, it was a – it's weird coming back to school and I liked being back at school but mm. being able to work from home, being able to have, okay, that time to say, well, I can do this amount of work – and not have that, okay, the bell's going to ring kind of um, yeah. mentality about it behind yeah. it. Okay, the bell's going to ring. I'm not going to have enough time to do all of that, especially because we work after school, you do sport after school, training. Mm. And so, like, you have that kind of time to say, oh, I can, do, I can do as much of this as I want to and not have that pressure of the bell behind you or the okay. pressure of the end of school. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So you, I guess you enjoyed the, the flexibility. Definitely, yes. Okay, it allowed you to kind of work to your own pace as opposed to that, regimented you know period one two three four five six and you yes. know bells 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 yeah etc no, that's really good um i want to ask about the like the the covid thing and how it might have impacted you um you know beyond school and you know maybe your family a little bit we we know a lot lots of people have struggled um you know as i said if you're in the hospitality industry you've You've been that's smashed. Me. Yeah, that's yep, you. That's Where, me. Do you work? Yeah, I work at um the Maxwell Pub. Okay, and so you. So I work in the kitchen, and I'm a waitress. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. So how would that? How was that work for you? How was that work personally impacted? Oh, no money. Yeah. Although so you have the tempt of online shopping, <laughs> I, I won't lie. Um. Yeah. Like that. That business would have had to have closed down. I it guess. It did. Yes. Okay. For how long? I think they were still doing takeaways for a while. Mm. But I think probably about the same time school closed down, um, the pub closed down as well. So we weren't able to work. Mm-hmm. And um, do you know how long that – can you remember how long that lasted for? Or? About two months, maybe a bit more. Wow. I think we're out of school for about this, almost the same, maybe just a little less. Yeah, thereabouts. It's it's interesting. Like, you know, there's a lot of depth to students. Like I'm, I'm looking at two year 11 students here and I'm going like, well, okay – um, you know, they come to school and, and largely that's my relationship with you guys is that, you know, you're at school. But, you know, like everybody else in schools, there's a lot more to people's stories than just that. You mentioned briefly that, that you you weren't able to train and things like that. What what sports are you tangled up with? Uh, so I do um, representative netball and I also do um, rep touch. Mm-hmm. I, did, I used to do dragon boats as well. I used to do a lot of sports actually. Right. Had to limit myself down, but at the moment, yes, I was just doing touch and netball. And so they were all impacted as well? Yes. Okay, we might come back to some of that stuff. I, I want to say, like, just before I leave you, and I'll, I'll use this Hammer as my... Groups. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll use this as my segue into talking to Elijah. So, um, you know, so I want, I'll, I'll get your comment as well. You know, when we finally realised that we weren't actually recording anything, we were talking about... Um, year 12 and you know you guys are you know you've got year 12 to look forward to next year if look, look forward's the right term but there's a lot of things that happen in your final year of school uh, you know what, what is it that you can identify that you know year 12 might might have struggled and might have missed out on and 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 if you could say something to them what would you say to them oh for the second time good luck <laughs> with your HSC um, but that's an important one to put in there yeah. I think 
I think they've taken the hit the, the most, taken it the hardest. Mm. Um, I feel I feel for them. I think it's really difficult, especially in their last year of school with HSC, with all the finalization of you know I'm graduating, mm. you know I'm becoming an adult and I'm going I'm about to get let out into the world. I think that just hit them the most not being able to have like things like formals possibly mm. even their graduation ceremony is probably going to be limited to people mm. you know i think not having the same opportunities as years before them and even possibly our year coming up it it don't it's daunting to think about yeah. uh, as i said you know as i said previously i do feel a bit for our year 12 i think um you know there's a lot of things in life that are kind of these coming of age moments definitely and I, I think the end of school end of formal school is one of those things. What would you say to them, Elijah? Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I think Leela sort of nailed everything there. Um, I'm not sure. Just, yeah. Do you think... Sort of feel for them a bit, yeah, for your last year yeah, of high school. Yeah. Like things like, um, like we weren't sure that we were going to have an athletics carnival, for example. Yeah, and that's always like a big day when you dress up and muck around and do everything there. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, and... I don't know, like if if you were faced with the prospect of not having a formal, how do you think that would go? Um, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think you'd be too happy about it, especially for everything. The girls, <laughs> the girls. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I, look, I've been watching the media, and 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 it's been a, um, um, you know, as these announcements have been coming out, it's been a bit, a bit of a curiosity because, like, you know, Lily, Lily, you mentioned the girls will be, you know, they're missing out on on the big dress and the big hairdo and those sorts of things. It's and like I a rite of passage though. Yeah, I know. A coming of age, like you said. But I'm wondering, like, Elijah, do you think you would be missing out? Do you feel that you would feel it the same uh, the same sort of gravity perhaps? Yeah, I remember last year for the Year 10 formal when we all went. Oh, the informal formal that's not organised by the school. Oh, well, yes. anyway, <laughs> similar thing. Um, it was, you know, a good thing to see all, all me mates all dressed up and it was just, yeah, a fun time just walking mm. around and... Yeah, I think it wouldn't be very good to. Yeah, it'd be it'd be a sad thing to miss out on. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think it'd be it's sad for both the guys and the girls because it's you know it gets spruced up and they look good for the day, night, evening. Anyway, Elijah, getting back to how you found term the end of term one, the lockdown stuff. Did you um did you find that you kept routine and uh. were you able to knock over the work? Yeah, now see, I was quite opposite to Leela. <laughs> um, I, yeah, didn't get much work done. I got a little bit done, you mm. know, just, but yeah, you'll check Google Classroom. But luckily, there wasn't too much work to be done because I mm. do like different classes to Leela. Mm. And, um, but yeah, all me, like, the whole, like, thing was just out of whack. You know, mm. I was just, waking up or whatever time I wanted and yep. doing whatever I wanted at home, obviously. Yeah, yeah and then, sure. Um, no, it's, yeah, well, I didn't get too much done. I reckon if I was at school, definitely would have handled it way better. Yeah, uh, and look, I think the, the big takeaway from what I've experienced talking to lots of different people is that everyone is really different. Like, yeah. um, you know, two people here, Leela and Liger, and you're both completely different in the way that you experience the the lockdown um so when you weren't if you weren't doing a lot of work at home what how were you occupying your time well now it was sort of my mum and my mother sort mm. of liked and father they liked the lockdown because mm. we i know the house needed a new paint job <laughs> so 
Yeah, we all went to Bunnings and yep. they bought, a, bought some paint and we yeah. were all painting all the inside. So we are doing that for a bit and Dad was fixing some stuff outside and I was helping him with that. So, yeah, we are sort of just doing a big, you know, renovation I, around the joint. I think that that's not an uncommon story. I'd, yeah. I'd heard that, like, Bunnings were, like, as busy as, as yeah. they'd ever been. Yeah, we, um, yeah, so that's, it wasn't that bad that way because, mm. you know, you, you actually had, had something to do. Yeah, so... Yeah. I, like I, I think about the people in Melbourne. Yeah. That like, they're allowed out for an hour a day, but they're not allowed to go more than five kilometers from home or whatever the restrictions yeah. are. How do you think you'd cope with that? Yeah. There's no I going to Bunnings. Yeah. No, I don't think you'd cope with that too well. I, I'd, I'd get. I think you'd. You know, like there's only so much Netflix you can binge before yeah, you. And yeah, you just. They'd be going stir-crazy, stir 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 crazy, wouldn't they? I, I feel really sorry for them. I, I, You know, I don't know. Is it their own fault that they've... I don't know who we attribute blame, but it's like it's it's a terrible situation and I sincerely hope it doesn't happen in New South Wales, quite honestly. Okay, so um, you got you found something to do with that time. Um, yeah, yeah, we found, you know, obviously painted the house yeah. and well, inside of the house. and What... What else was impacted apart from school for you? Um, obviously seeing all my mates and everything, all the social life. But so it was all right for me because we're all you know got the Xboxes and that. So <laughs> all, all you needed to do was just you know buzz a message and say, "Are you free?" Which they normally were because yeah, yeah. they weren't doing anything. So just get on and play Xbox with them. Tell me, for someone that doesn't have an Xbox, does Xbox do video chat or audio chat? Or yeah, they do. They do audio chat. Yeah. Okay. So PlayStation's better. I'm, I'm just putting that. <laughs> oh no! I'm, I'm going to start that argument. <laughs> no, I don't want to start that argument. <laughs> I, I couldn't care. Yeah. Um, but so you 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 found yeah. yourself still socializing yeah just through different media yeah no it was no it was good because you'll be playing games and all your mates would be on there and you, it's just like you're at school yeah and yeah except you couldn't see them face to face yeah are you happy to be back at school um i know once i got used to the quarantine i was sort of you know oh school's going back and <laughs> yeah, like, oh. yeah. but then once i actually started coming back it was actually good because we started doing stuff yeah. like you know going down to the stadium at lunch, playing basketball mm. and, you know, actually running around, seeing your mates and everything. Mm. So, no, that I was, now I'm used to school again. Yeah, it's not that bad. You're happy to be back. Yeah. Um, do you – I mean, you mentioned earlier that – you mentioned earlier that you're um, you're doing more work now than you were. Yeah, way more. Um, is is there an element that you're, you're actually happy to be sort of back on track or – Yeah, yeah, well, I come in today and finished all the work I had to do and, um, yeah, now I'm – pretty much all the way on track so mm. yeah there was a fair bit of work I had to catch up on <laughs> but i got there <laughs> that's good yeah. that's very good um so um elijah i i know um you know you're you've been quite involved in sport as well yeah. over the years yeah um because i funnily enough remember you as a little fella playing soccer yeah playing soccer <laughs> so maxwell redbacks that's right that's the that is the one the days yeah back in the day um so so tell me like are you still uh, entangled in sport um yeah um i used to play obviously soccer mm. and then sort of i always wanted to play footy mm -hmm. and then mum finally let me when i think i was i think i was nine and yeah. then i played footy and then when I was 14, I think it was the first game of the season, I um, popped out my shoulder yep. and um, 
Yeah, so then I've got all the scans and that for it, and they were saying, you know, it's pretty much, it's all ruined. So we had to get an operation on that. Oh, blimey. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 hard to imagine at 14 your football career is over. Yeah, it was, wasn't very good. Okay, so you, you've obviously kept in sport. Yeah, um, sort of picked up different hobbies. Like I remember when I was recovering from the operation – like pretty much when I was out of the sling and mm. pretty much back to hunt full, you know, strength, I was saying to Dad, what else can I do, you know, keep fit? Mm. And he was saying when he was younger, he used to do boxing. Yeah. So he's saying, you know, it's one of the best sports to keep fit. So, um, yeah, took up boxing and... They all look pretty lean, those boxes. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't want to get in the ring with all them <laughs> them heavyweights. Who would I? Um, so with boxing, so how long have you how long have you been doing boxing? Um... I think I took it up about probably a year and a half ago. Okay, so yeah, a year and a half. Is there somewhere that um, you know, if you're interested in, if you're into boxing and you think you want to get into that, is there somewhere you can do that locally, or did you have to travel? No, there was. Uh, I used to go to a fella at Nambucca, yeah. and his name was Sparrow. Yeah, and um, used to go there for a bit, and then there was a new gym that opened down at the Maxwell Industrial State. Okay, yeah, and then I went there because it was closer. Yeah. And then that shut down, obviously, because of the corona stuff. Okay, so so how did you maintain fitness during the corona? Um, I actually sort of liked it a bit because obviously when I was at school, you got the canteen and you mm. got your mates not eating their food and, you know, <laughs> just get it chucked at you. Grazing. Yeah, so you sort of, when you're at home, apart from if you couldn't, if you found some chocolates or something in the <laughs> fridge, whatever, but it was sort of good because you would actually... You know, I was going on jogs and that because, yeah. you know, I live out of town. Sure. So I'd go up, jog on the road and that. Okay. And you could sort of actually focus on yourself, not like get temptation of eating. Yeah. Is is boxing back on the cards yet or not yet? Um, Not quite. Oh, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I was actually going to message the new coach soon and mm. see when it was coming back up. But um, yeah. no, not yet. So I've the, but the Maxwell gyms opened up, so I've yeah. been going down there. Okay, very good. Yeah. All right. Uh, Leela, I, I know you've got uh, quite a sporting history as well and you've mentioned some of that. So w- what are the couple of sports that you're into? I do touch and I netball. Uh, I've done dragon boats in the past. I've played football for the school, netball for the school, umpired for this school. Um, I, I Sadly, my career in basketball didn't quite take off um, <laughs> like my height. Um, well, yeah, well, I, I've pretty much done it off school. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas. To, to, to be to be sh- to be fair, you're not short. Um, I'm pretty average. I yeah, guess. well, that's right. So I mean, you know, like, you need. I think height helps in netball as well, doesn't it? Oh, my elevation helps in netball. Yeah, uh, that that makes up for my height, especially right. in the defence. Very good. So you you've rattled off a heap of sports. Yes. Let's just pick one. Which one is the one that you play? If ne- you can only pick one. Netball. Netball, okay. So done that, yeah, I've done that since I was really little. Okay, so what position is your favourite? Oh, the only position I can play is wing defence. The only position I, position I get put in. Um, I do play in the circle a little bit, which is goalkeeper, goal mm. defence, but okay. wing defence is my main position. So you were pretty quick in jumping on board with netball because yes. you've played it for so long. For someone that knows nothing about it, never heard of netball before, what is it about netball that draws you to that sport? I think it's just the atmosphere and the feeling that I get when I play, especially because I have been playing for so long. 
it's such a big part of me and especially having now it been cancelled it's really dawned on me that well I'm getting older and soon these opportunities I'm not gonna have any more to be able to play because it goes from I'm in the 17s at the moment Mm. well it's not really anymore and then I'll have opens but Mm. next year because I'll be in year 12 it's I'm not going to have a lot of time to be able to do a lot of sport. So I think just being in a team, having having that um, those girls there because I've played with two other girls that have been on the team since 12s with me and um, having just having the team, playing the sport, the feeling I get when I play, the feeling of getting a good intercept when you're playing, mm-hmm. I think that's what I love about it most. Okay. I, I also have heard on the grapevine that you referee. Yes. Do you enjoy refereeing? I do. Um, I got the opportunity throughout last year to do academy umpiring. Mm-hmm. And from that, I was um, awarded my National B badge. Mm-hmm. So there are three types of badges, National A, which is the highest, mm-hmm. and National B and then National C. Okay. So um, you're, yeah. you're quite a high level... Yes, for this area. Umpire. Is, yes. it, is that the right term for net? Yes. For netball umpire? Okay. So um, what is it about umpiring then that you enjoy because obviously if you're quite a high level you you wouldn't do that if you hated it so what do you like about oh, the well, umpiring side I of it? I get to tell people what to do <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> same as netball it's a part it's a big part of netball without um umpires you wouldn't have players and without players you know you wouldn't have umpires sure um and because it is a part of the sport I you know that yeah, it is about being able to tell people what to do, being able to control that thing. And because I am a player as well, being able, being able to take it back and say, well, I know what I like as a player and I know what I don't like as an umpire. Okay. I know what I like as an umpire and I know what I don't like as a uh, – or what I do like as a player. So you think that there's a high – there's a there's a high value in having like referees and coaches and umpires – or not coaches, but, you know, being both um, players and – uh, officials you think there's a lot of value in that yeah there is um especially being or well, up to date with the rules mm. being able to know them straight away and being able to enforce them that's another good thing yeah are you laughing? Do, do, you, <laughs> do, do you ever play a game like you're playing and a call like the umpire makes a call and it's the wrong and you just turn around and say that's you know, never that's wrong I, I disagree. You know yeah. all the rules. I disagree with some umpires, but I will never speak back to one or talk back to them because I am one myself. And, and you I know you get, get sent. Yeah, I know <laughs> I'll get sent. Or I've been cautioned Does before. Caution is like a warning. Like if you know the rules and you're playing yourself, yeah. do you feel like you'll just automatically just go bang, you know, well, that's the rule. Or, I would uh, hope, first of all, Elijah, that like if you're playing the game, you know the rules. No, but, but like. But you don't you know. You talking back to them. Yeah, the, yeah. the depth of which yeah. the, the referees and whatnot. Like have you been yeah. on the end of a bad call? Yes. I have. You, I've you have never refereed a game in life. No, no, but have you, as oh. a player, been on the end of a bad call? Uh, oh, yeah, you know, sometimes. But you don't really think about it much now. No. no, just water off a duck's back. Yeah, it's just not really that important. So what do you do, Lily? Do you go and complain to the, the umpire's tribunal and say there's a bad call? Uh, no, I definitely don't. I do get a bit mad when I play. Oh. They'd, I'd say a little bit, but my team would say otherwise. <laughs> um, no, because I am an umpire, because I know there is, there should always be a level of respect, whether or not they're badged or unbadged, or whether they have mm. experience or no experience, because I've been in their position. And that's the good thing about being an umpire. I've been wow. in the learner position. They're, just, they're trying. Like they are trying. Yeah. And even if they don't know all the rules, and even if you do get a bad call, or you do get a call that doesn't go your way, I kind of just grin and bear it or... You know, just try and move on, or, or I smile and I laugh, and yeah. I, you know, I say, "Yep, that's okay. I understand that." I, I think there's a lot of misunderstanding um, between 
uh, people with experience in anything, like experienced sportsmen, uh, experienced educators, or, or you know, just people with experience uh, and people who are learning. And and I think that you know we need to respect each other because you know fundamentally no one runs before they walk and no one no. walks before they crawl. And and if you accept that about somebody who's learning a skill or is new to a skill. Uh, even if you're really experienced in that skill already, it, I think it, it, it just serves us to pause for a minute and just think about, oh, oh, you know, once upon a time I didn't know what I was doing either. Like, you know, there'd be once upon a time you didn't know what a, a left hook was, I'm guessing. Yeah. Oh. Or, or how to deal with that when it's coming at you. Mm. So, um, you know, so do you have, – have you done any competitive boxing or you you basically just using it as fitness? Um, I started off using it as fitness mm. and then uh, – before it was pretty much a couple of weeks before the lockdown hit, there was a fella come up and visited us at the mm. gym there at Maxwell, and his name's Marty, and he's like an old coach, mm. and he was you know watched me spar and that, and he was and he took me up to Grafton a week later for a big sparring day up there. Okay. It was just a sparring day, mm-hmm. nothing like. Mm. I haven't done anything competitive. What's yeah. sparring? It's just pretty much like. It's not a fight. It's like, you, it's, you know, like you see people, it's hard to explain. It's like, you pretty much just spar with them. Like, so it's, it's like, it's like, it's like practice fighting. Yeah, going through all the actions. Yeah. But is it pulling punches or just using really soft gloves? No, it, well, they say like, you know, go 60%. Okay. Or 40% or 80%. Okay. Or, so you're you not, know. you're not, you're yeah. not literally trying to knock them no, out, but no. you're still trying to hit them. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's you're pretty much fighting, but like soft, and so, you know you work, you t- take it slow, mm. and you. So, what what is it like? You know, Leela gave us a pretty good explanation of why she was into netball, but what what draws someone to boxing? Because like you know, for a lot of people, they're going to be going like, what getting hit? Like that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just people like their nose being straight. Yeah, well, I already broke one playing see footy. That. <laughs> playing footy, so yeah, yeah. can't really fix it now. Um, so, what's drawn you to boxing? Well, I don't know. Just when I first went there, just you know, obviously the first session we done fitness, and I was about to vomit. Yeah, right. And then I don't know. Just I just kept going back, and you sort of just fall once you learn. Like it's sort of just like once you learn. That you could, you know, push yourself past, you know, pain. I don't know, sort of just like... I, I get that. Yeah. Yeah, you, lo- you enjoy it. You enjoy yeah, chal- you, the challenge. you enjoy the, like, when you finish, you're like, oh, that, that, that was That was good. good. Yeah. yeah, yeah no, I feel I, good about myself. Yeah. That I, I, I think um, I think exercise does that for lots of people. Yeah. Well, apparently, yeah, it sets off all the stuff in your brain. The endorphins oh, in your brain. Yeah. Someone's taught you that. Parker, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably, probably Mr. Parker. <laughs> Excellent. So I'm glad. To, well, just to tick that box. Schools, oh, Miss Black. Yeah. Schools taught Elijah something. Well done. Excellent. Pat on the back for us. Look, uh, I, look. I know you guys. There's a lot more that we could talk about, um, but I actually want to finish here because I think the the note the the idea of finishing on a high is a really good thing. Um, the fact that you know we've talked about a few things that are a bit negative about the recent history and 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 stuff going forward. Uh, but I, but I think that's a really great spot to stop. Let's yeah. let's think about the endorphins and the high of of being able to live life and and enjoy exercise. So, look, I, I do want to thank you guys for coming in. 
Um, and I, you know, I'm, I'd be really interested in speaking to you again, maybe you know, a little bit later on when you've done some Year Twelve stuff and see how things have gone. If we get there, oh, you'll get there. If we make it, we're on that high level. <laughs> we're, on high, we're on the high. We're on the high. We're on the high. Sorry, sorry. If it's not shut down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's hope not. No, I, I don't know that I could do that again. Um, so look, uh, Elijah, thanks very much for coming in and speaking. You're welcome. With us. Lena, thank you as well. All good. It's great to hear uh, some of your enthusiasms for the thing that you things that you enjoy, and um, it's just great to learn a little bit about other people. And I really appreciate that, and I'm, I hope our listeners do as well. Me too. So thanks very much. Our four listeners. Thank you. <laughs> four. <laughs> There's way more than four. Um, so yeah, look, uh, next week. We'll have another podcast up. We hope that you enjoy our podcast. Um, we'd love to hear your feedback if you get a chance. And uh, thank you for listening.